0: You're listening to the One Pridecast. Welcome to the One Pridecast, guys. I'm Tori Petri from DetroitLions.com and your host for this official. Lions podcast. We are so glad you are joining us on this episode twelve of the One Pridecast. And if you're listening to this podcast the week that it comes out, the Lions are now in Napa, California for joint practices with the Oakland Raiders ahead of their first preseason game on Friday night. Uh, the Detroit Lions.com team is here. We will be following all of those practices and getting all of the coverage of that for you. And we are very much looking forward to it. Those joint practices are one of my favorite parts of training camp. It's really cool that the Lions get to do it twice uh this preseason uh once with the Raiders this week in Napa and then again next week with the Giants back in Allen Park so those are gonna be lots of fun and we are definitely looking forward to it. But before we get to the coverage of that, uh, we've got a podcast for you here today that uh, we have already recorded from practices uh, out at Allen Park before the Lions arrived in Napa. And we've got two interviews for you today. One of them is going to be with running back Laguerre Blunt. We're gonna help you guys get to know him just a little bit since he is new here at the Lions. I chatted with him after practice one day this week. Uh, and then you guys will enjoy this conversation with him. And uh, the other interview that you guys here today is with Peter King from NBC Sports, formerly with Sports Illustrated's MMQB. Now he is with NBC Sports. I talked to him about his job change what that means for him how he's liking it and of course we talked about the lions and you'll hear in this interview uh, we are we're sitting in the media stands uh, where the the media sits during training camp practices and the kickers were kicking as they usually do right into the media stands. so you might hear a couple thuds during the interview that is uh field goals bouncing off of the bleachers and and peter and i talk about it a little bit so uh heads up on that uh because we had to keep our heads up uh during that that whole podcast interview looking out uh, for stray field goals. So we hope you guys enjoyed these podcast interviews. So without further ado, here is my interview with LaGarrett and then my interview with Peter King.
1: Catch Jay-Z and Beyonce as they join forces on their OTR2 stadium tour at Ford Field on Monday, August 13th. It's sure to be a night to remember. So purchase your tickets now with Ticketmaster.com or by phone at 800-745-3000.
0: Out here after Lions camp practice and I'm joined by running back LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette, just catch us up on how camp's been going so far.
2: Uh, Camp has been going great, you know, um, we've coming out here, we come out here, we grind every day. Uh, We do everything we got to do to try to make ourselves better, um, pay attention to detail, um, do everything that we got to do to just make sure we prepare ourselves to go against someone else here soon.
0: You talked a lot when you first came here about how you are excited to be reunited with Coach Patricia. Now that you've gotten to work together a little bit, what's that been like?
2: Uh, it's been great, you know. Um, obviously, we we, we we have a history. Um, we do everything that we can to make each other better, um, as player and coach. Um, just comfortable, just the comfort, the comfortability of, of being here with him, and knowing what he brings to the table, knowing what comes first to him, and that's winning. Um, that's that's a big part of why I came here. Um, I just know, I, I know that he's going to make us grind. I know that he's going to make us fight. I know that he's going to make us come out here and and deal with the heat, deal with the humidity. Um, that's all a part of preparing for the for the game.
0: How does an offensive player like you get so close with a defensive coach in New England?
2: Um, so every time I ever passed him in the hallway, we stopped, we talked, uh, joke around, clown around um, in the cafeteria at practice. He was just always one of those coaches that I gravitated to, and you always have that, you know, um, through the course of your career, you always have a coach that you know you you gravitate to, or you're a lot closer with than others. Um, he was that coach for me.
0: What's your favorite Matt Patricia story? I'm
2: going to keep that to myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when you have been able to come in here, how have you seen him change being the head coach now instead of the defensive coordinator?
2: Um, you know what? I, the only change I see is just him running around back and forth, a lot of stuff. Um, but for the most part, um, as far as, as coaching goes, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's pretty straightforward. You know, he wants to he wants to come out here. He wants to work hard. He wants us, and you you don't want anybody to come out here and complain about what we're doing. Just want us to come out here and work hard and get better every day Um, to the point to where he's going to be satisfied with what we do. Um, But of course, you know, a head coach is never going to be satisfied. You know, it's going to always be something that we got to uh, improve on and that we got to do better. So, uh, like I said, I'm just, I'm just excited to be here and be a part of something that I think he's going to make really special.
0: You seem like you're not surprised at all about the physicality and just the intenseness of these Matt Patricia practices. Oh,
2: nah, nah, that's right down my alley. You know, um, he knows it, uh, I know it. Um, the physical practices is just what comes along with him being the head coach. Um, he just want to make sure that um, we are physically and mentally as tough as any team in the league that we're going to be playing against. So um, that's a big thing for him, too.
0: How do these practices kind of compare to some of your other stops in the league, just in in terms of how they're structured and, and, you know, how many days in a row you guys are in pads and and the uh, physicality of of what you're doing out there?
2: Um, I think we're going to be in pads every single day that we're able to be in pads. (laughs) I don't think that we're going to have any, you know, uh, days off, you know, or, you know, um, probably shorter days, but we're going to have the pads on, you know, um, like I said, the physicality of the things is, 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 is different, you know, compared to, you know, any other team, um, you know, I'm here right now. So I can't really talk about the past with New England and with Philly and stuff. But um, I just knew that this was going to be a, a really physical camp, you know, just knowing that he was going to be the head coach. You already knew it. Well, I knew what I was getting myself into. So I was all in. Well,
0: you're familiar with working with him. But what's it like working with Matthew Stafford now that you've had some time with him?
2: Um, I think he's going. I think he's a special quarterback. I think he's a really, really special quarterback. Um, Is you don't find guys like him in the draft every year. You know, uh, he's definitely a, 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 a different kind of quarterback than than most. Um, you know, he can throw it with the best. Um, he can scramble and get out of the pocket. He can do. You know, he can do everything. Um, and that's the kind of guy that you want back to make a place for you and with you. Uh, and I think he's gonna be around this league. Obviously, he's been around this league for a long time, and I think he's gonna be at the top of this league for, for for a while, one of the top quarterbacks in this league for a while.
0: A lot of people wanna know what this offensive line is gonna look like this year, but you're getting to run behind them in practice. Tell us your impression of, of just what this offensive line is this year.
2: Um, our offensive line is good. and they're, they're improving every day. They're getting better every day. Um, they're grinding. You know, um, they take no plays off. They, you, I mean, you see him come out of practice, and you see him, i am sorry—you see him drenched in sweat. Um, I mean, to me, that's a good sight. I like that sight, you know. <laughs> but uh, obviously, they're gonna work hard. I mean, they—they—they they, they, they know what they know what his um, expectations are. He has really high standards, um, and he won't—you know—he won't take you know any mediocrity for you know um, at all. You know, he just wants us to go out there and grind and be the best that we can be, and just make sure that we like I said, one of the most physical and mentally tough teams out here.
0: There's a lot of competition in that running back room this year, just a lot of talent. Just how good is your running back room and and how intense is the competition?
2: you know, we use each other to compete against each other. We don't really you know, we use we use each other to compete. I mean it's, it's just in you as an athlete, as a as a as a professional, it's just to come out here and compete every day. Um, our our running back room come out here and we compete against each other. We compete against the defense every day, but we compete, you know, with each other, you know. You know, we, we see who can we, we see who's gonna do what drill better, you know, and, and we go against each other all the time. So it's something that, you know, that every room doesn't have. And when you do have it, it's, it's really special. So, you know, we got guys like Theo and Amir and carry on, you know, and Dwayne and Zach. we got a lot of guys in that room that could that could run the football and, and be really productive at it. So um, I think that's one of, I think that's that's a that's a pretty good strength.
0: Carry talked about having veterans in the room who have helped him along, you being one of them. What do you think of the young guy?
2: I think he's going to be a good player. Yeah. I think he's going to be a really, really, really good player. I think um, I think he can do a lot of things that I don't think people um, knew that he can do. Um, He's, he's, he's had a really good training camp so far.
0: Awesome. I've seen you after training camp, spending a lot of time with fans, signing a lot of autographs, getting to know the fans here in Detroit. Uh, what is something that, that fans maybe of, of your former teams might know about you that Lions fans haven't quite gotten to know yet?
2: Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know how much attention they pay to me to know anything about me, but... Uh,
0: help um, help the try- Lions fans get to know who LeGarrette Blunt is as a person off the field.
2: Uh, it would take a lot more time than I have to explain (laughs) that. But, um, I mean, I love, I love, I love my fans. You know, I love the fans, you know, without them, there would be, you know, there would be nothing, nothing with, without them. So, you know, we got to appreciate them. You know, we got to show our, we got to show our love and support for the people that come out here. I mean, we have first responders out here. We've had, you know, um, people with terminal illnesses out here. Um, you just go out there and show them that, you know, that someone that, you know, people out here care, you know, um, they have a lot of support from us. Uh, you know, we do everything that we can to make sure that they, you know, enjoy the time that they have out here because obviously they don't get to come every day.
0: And you've had your family out here as well. Yes, you got to spend some time with them after yes. practice.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, that's 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 a given. I'm gonna make sure that's. I'm gonna make sure I do that every day <laughs> that I can. You know, um, they they'll they'll be they'll be in Arizona this year, so they won't be here with me for the first time in a long time. So that'll be a little change for me. But uh, um, every day that they're here, yeah. The max amount of time that I get off, or that I can get away, like from the football stuff and get with them, I take advantage of it.
0: One of my favorite parts of campus, seeing the pictures of you guys as players with your kids after practice, just out there on the field, and and you had a really cute one with your kids. Thank
2: you, thank <laughs> you, I appreciate it. Yeah, he uh, he he does smile a lot, so he's pretty photogenic. So yeah. that's that's a good thing. Whereas you know, my other ones would really, would probably do a you know, stick their tongues out or do some <laughs> some crazy face or anything, but uh, all he does is smile and show us little two pegs at the bottom. That's about it.
0: Well, maybe it gets that from Dad because you seem like a pretty smiley guy too. I
2: try to smile as <laughs> much as possible. That's for like as long as you're smiling, you're happy.
0: Well, thank you so much, LeGarrette, for spending some time with us on the podcast. We appreciate
2: it. Thank you guys for having me. The first 20,000 fans to arrive at Ford Field
1: for the Lions' home preseason game against the Giants will receive a 2018 Canvas Player photo courtesy of Southeast Michigan Ford dealers. Single game, preseason and regular season tickets are on sale now at DetroitLions.com.
0: Tori Petri out here at Lions Camp Practice, and I am sitting next to Peter King from NBC Sports. Peter, how's it going?
3: Everything is going good. We're uh, on our training camp trip having a good time. Uh, It's just my... Employer, employer has changed and I'm <laughs> doing a little bit more uh, video and uh, stand-up-y stuff and sort of getting used to doing all that, but it's okay, it really is.
0: Sure, I mean we've had you on the Lions website before, talked to you a little bit uh, when you were with your previous employer. Uh, how has your training camp uh, schedule changed since you've moved over to NBC Sports?
3: Well, at Sports Illustrated basically Many camps, I did nothing electronically. It was all gathering stuff to write, both on the internet and both on the internet and uh, uh, in uh, uh, you know, in, and in the magazine, in the pages of the magazine. And so now, one day a week, I write sort of a long Monday column, and then the rest of the week. I do three or four videos every camp I go to, so it's different, but it's fine. I mean, life is about change, and uh, I'm enjoying this one.
0: We might want to uh, scoot to either the left or the right here. They, uh, no, I wanna ca- no, I
3: want to no, I want to catch. I want to catch a field goal.
0: Okay, all right, I'll let want to catch I'll a field goal. I'll let you catch one uh, yeah. mid mid podcast <laughs> here because this is common during Lions practices. Uh, Matt like Crater this. hitting the, these uh, field goals right into the media stands here. You gotta stay alert.
3: (laughs) We will, it's cool. (laughs) All
0: right, Peter, uh, what are your impressions of the 2018 Lions? What do you think we can expect from them this season?
3: I think one of the interesting things about this team, especially when there's a certain amount of newness. The thing that I like about that newness is that everybody's gotta come in and prove themselves to a new guy. And you know, the defense is going to be different because the scheme is different. <clears throat> the offense is going to be probably less different, but you really get the impression, you know, talking to Bob Quinn and talking a little bit to Matt Patricia that these guys want to be able to run the ball and run it, run it, run it, run it well. Because last year was a hugely disappointing year running a ball. Yeah. And. <clears throat> As we looked out at the start of this 11 on 11 period, what I found interesting is that they essentially ran LeGarrette Blunt on three of the first five snaps. So that tells me that, hey guys, here's what we're doing on this team. If we can't run the ball, we're not doing anything else. We're, we're you know, we're, we are determined to be able to run it well. and so. The way I kind of look at it is, I think it's gonna be a little bit of a back to the future Lions team. I don't think you're going to see, uh, I don't think you're gonna see Matthew Stafford throwing the ball 600 times. I think, I don't think this is gonna be a 62-38 pass run ratio. I think it's gonna be closer to 55-45. I think Matt Patricia, first of all, coming from Belichick, every game plan is going to be a snowflake. Every, he's not doing the same thing every week. Sure. But I believe that uh, Matt is convinced that if they don't run the ball better, they're going to be uh, they're not going to be a good team.
0: Well, they brought in Frank Ragnow through the draft, they signed Garrett Blunt, they've got On Johnson back there at running back now. Do you think that they've brought in the pieces uh, enough to be successful at, at running the ball this year?
3: What's interesting is that like when I saw that they drafted, when they signed Blunt and drafted Kerryon Johnson, I said, wow, that's gotta be a huge alarm bell for Amir Abdullah. And, uh, you know, I come here and I hear Amir Abdullah's having the best camp he's had since he was a lion. And so I just think when the alarm goes off and you know that your job is at stake, you better do something about it. And that's clearly what he's trying to do right now. But, you know, I do think, especially, it's funny, Frank Ragnall, before the draft, like maybe three days before the draft, I had one NFL coach. It had to be a little bit longer because I did my mock draft on Monday, I think, before sure. the draft. But I had one coach that weekend prior to the draft. Ask me, please do not give us Frank Ragnall. Because he wanted to pick him. And he didn't want to he didn't want to have that clue out there. And I said, I said, hey, I'm sorry. I I said, and I forget if I ended up giving him to this team, but my point was, in the last three or four days before the draft, he was the absolute broiling hot guy. In the draft, I mean, like in the yeah. bottom, say, fifteen of the first round. Everybody loved this guy. I wouldn't have been surprised if any of five or sixteen sure. picked him. So clearly, and one of the things about Ragnar is that you know when he was in college, he played every position on the line. Basically, he was yeah, yeah. a center guard and and also played a little tackle. So, right. I mean, that's what you want in today's football. You want a guy who can be kind of a fireman on the line who can who can start, but also can be a fireman too, and do stuff that has to be done as you as you sort of go down the road.
0: So let's talk defense then. Matt Patricia, defensive coach, uh, we all know that uh, his, his defense is, is known to be multiple. He's gonna change things defensively around here. What do you think we can expect from that defense in 2018?
3: A lot of times, the most important people week to week in the New England Patriots, on the New England Patriots defense, were these nose tackle, big body types who might only play, you know, 12 downs one week, play 12 downs one week, and then the next week they might play 41. So I think, Matt Patricia, I will be shocked if the Detroit Lions are not a top six or eight team against the run. Hmm. Because he, Matt Patricia lives for it to be second and eight. He just, (laughs) you know, he's, that's what he has to do. So that's one thing. I think the other thing about him is, it would have been really helpful. Really, really helpful if they had gotten Malcolm Butler. Because... He needs, you know, he's got Darius Slay, who I'm sure he's really, really comfortable with. But he needs, cor- he needs, and, and I mean, everybody does because you play three of them on the majority of downs. Sure. But he needs three or four really, really good corners on this team. But but I think, I think you know, until he gets to really put his total stamp on his team, I think the one thing I think you'll see is a tough interior defensive line team and you know they gotta hope that that interior can take some of the pressure off Ziggy Ansah because you know whoever if you don't rush the passer well in this league you know your corners can be all-time greats but you're gonna end up getting hurt.
0: Sure. We've talked to several national media members when they've been in town and talked to them just about this division as a whole A lot of them have said this could be one of the toughest divisions in the NFL this year with the Vikings and the Packers and changes going out on over at the Bears, but but people are kind of placing lines in the, in the middle of this division. How do you see that playing out? Do you think that they have a chance to contend in the division this year?
3: I mean, absolutely. Anytime you got Matthew Stafford, in a given week, Matthew Stafford, you know is going to play the best game of any quarterback in football. He'll do that two or three times a year right? in my opinion, maybe not the best, but but he'll play an absolutely winning game and give the Lions the ability to score 36 points in a game. But this is a weird division. And I'll tell you why it's a, in my opinion it's a weird division. The Vikings, you would think are sort of locks to be, the favorite in the division because of how well they played last year and seemingly they upgrade with Kirk Cousins and look how do you not love Kirk Cousins I mean he's, he's great but you know Kirk Cousins could never take Washington deep into the playoffs um, so there's still that question of how well is Kirk Cousins going to play with a good team in January um, Chicago There's so much newness there. I mean, Matt Nagy, I spent a day in their camp, and they are a very, very different team. Because Matt Nagy, this is not going to be sort of the monsters in the midway on offense. They're going to play a lot of run-pass option, a lot of RPOs. Um, He's brought in Mark Helfrich from, from Oregon. And Mark Helfrich is going to have, in my opinion, Of all of the 32, however many new offensive coordinators there are this year, maybe there's 10 or 12, he'll have the biggest impact of anyone because I just think he's gonna usher the Bears into a new era uh, and a new way of playing offensive football. You know, the Packers, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go there from here. And you know, you just sort of wonder you know, with all of the changes they made, I mean, look, with Aaron Rodgers, you're always going to have a chance, always. But you wonder, they get too long in the tooth at certain positions. You know, is this it for Clay Matthews? Uh, I think they continue to miss Julius Peppers. Um, you know, can Nick Perry make that next step? There's just, they have a lot of big questions. And now the other night, David Bakhtiari gets carted off. Uh, from a scrimmage of there so we don't really know what that is I, I, there's so much new in this division the best mm-hmm. team has a new quarterback you know the Packers have so much new uh, and obviously with two new coaches and two new you know not new organizations but two massive massively changed teams in the Lions and the and the Bears I mean I, the NFL it just changes <laughs> so much year to year I It's going to be, I'll make it, whatever my prediction will be, and I don't know what it'll be in this division, I'm sure it'll turn out to be awful. (laughs) Because how how do you actually predict in this league?
0: Yeah, it's a hard division to predict this year, but I think it'll be a fun division to
3: watch. It's fun because of the unknown, and everybody likes it when you don't know how a story is going to finish up, and I have no idea how this this division (laughs) is going to finish up at all.
0: Well, we are looking forward to watching it, and I think we uh, successfully made it through this podcast interview without getting hit by any field goal. But I wanted to catch a field goal.
3: <laughs> I wanted to say it came close. Yeah, I wanted to say I once uh, caught a field goal at the Detroit Lions training camp, but I, while
0: I, podcasting, I, while podcasting, yeah,
3: yeah,
1: multitasking.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Peter, for your time. We appreciate it.
3: You're welcome. My pleasure.
1: Are you ready for it? Taylor Swift brings her reputation stadium tour with special guests Camila Cabello and Charlie XCX to Ford Field on Tuesday, August 28th. Tickets are available online at Ticketmaster.com or by phone at 800-745-3000.
0: All right, guys, that does it for episode 12 of the One Pridecast. I hope you feel like you got to know LeGarrette Blunt a little bit better, and I hope you enjoyed the insight from Peter King as well and enjoyed us dodging field goals while we were recording it. Thanks, guys, so much, as usual, for tuning in. But before we let you go, we've got to get to our trivia question, which is in theme with today's podcast guest, LaGarrett Blunt. Here's your question. Name all of LeGarrette's Super Bowl wins and which team they were with. Tweet your answer to at Lions, and you could win an autographed prize. That's it for today, guys. Thank you so much. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are so grateful for listening, and we will be back with an episode next week.